Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to uh, to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, he resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear. Take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep... He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, uh, and he called his name Jesus. Emmanuel, God is with us. I think sometimes it's really hard for us to like wrap our hearts and our minds around, what does that even mean, God is with us? Is he here? Is he walking among us? We're taking communion, and that's his body. He's helping us. He's speaking to us. What does that mean? In this story... In, in the Old Testament to the New Testament, it was a declaration. It was a birth announcement. Actually, the same announcement was made over Samuel, that God is with us, Emmanuel. It's a birth announcement that God is doing something through a child who's born and has a purpose to do a thing for humanity, um, for salvation. And it's this idea that God is acting on the behalf of his people, of, of all people, of humanity, um, this hope of the broken, being made whole. This is, this is the announcement. This is what will happen through Jesus and through what Jesus does. Um, oppressed, set free, people, people groups, the marginalized, they will be included. There will be a restoration of everything that's not whole, everything that's broken, everything in you that feels like you don't fit. All of that will be restored through Jesus, and that's really exciting good news. Yeah. That's hope, and that's what this announcement was. God is with us, and he's going to restore us. In the Old Testament, there was this idea that, that they didn't really move through time and humanity got better. It didn't do that. The, the king was who determined if, if the generation was righteous. So think about it. Like, whoever's president, that's how, that's how the world is, that's how we are going to be. We're going to be either righteous or not righteous. But that, that's, it's, it's a little different than that, and there's a better understanding of that now. But this, this firstborn... Mary didn't have children. He was a firstborn. Jesus was a firstborn. This Messiah, this was this idea of Jesus fulfilling that, that means everyone in that generation, in the world, could partake in whatever this birth announcement proclaimed. And that was a hope and a restoration. Everyone could partake in that. Everyone participated. This is for all of us. That Jesus, this, this child that is born is an agent of God. That God said, this is going to happen and I'm going to do something through this child. That was the declaration. The entire generation, the whole world, it was hope for a new era. And, and then you look so, so some of this Messiah, you look in the Old Testament, and it, it says, okay, this Messiah is coming. What's this going to be? They give a lot of imagery of this shoot and the branch of Jesse out, or out of the stump. Like, there's this weird imagery. So this is what it's trying to say when you, when you see this in your Bible, when you hear about this and read this. It's this idea that this tree was cut down, entirely gone. 
all hope, all life destroyed. No hope of ever being a mighty tree, what it was created to be ever again. But then this shoot comes out of it, and there's a rebirth and a generation. A thing comes out of it, and it's beautiful, and it's mighty, and it's glorious, and it's hope. That no matter why the tree was cut down, no matter why the hope was completely taken from your life, from who you are, from your children, from your world, no matter why, there's hope. And that's the story of Jesus, that it comes from this thing that's gone, lifeless, completely destroyed. It was cut, but that doesn't affect the promise. The promise is hope, that life will spring forth from you, from your family, from your children, from all of it, from this world, hope. And that's the story of Jesus. You know, we... uh... We always take this service to be really celebratory, uh, to celebrate kind of what God has done in our, in our community, in, in our midst. And uh, as we think of this concept of Emmanuel and God with us, uh, kind of like what we talked about last week and like she just mentioned, when, 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 the, when the originally, uh, when the Jewish people would have first heard that, they wouldn't have thought like God's a person who's here. Jesus did do that. But originally it was like, oh, well, God's going to move on our behalf. God's going to take action on our behalf. God is on our side and God's going to show up in a tangible way. And that's why we showed you the video of Joy to the D uh, last week. And thank you for everybody who was involved in Joy to the D last week. Because what it, what it really was, was it was our church doing the very best that we can to be a reflection of Jesus, to be his body here in this earth, uh, to show people what he looks like. And for every single story that you get to see and every story that we do see, there's 10 more stories that we don't see. There's, there's 10 more stories that, um, of people's lives who have changed that maybe we don't get to hear about. I remember a couple years ago, we went uh, and we delivered to like 14 different families uh, and gave them like full-blown Christmases. And uh, we, we tried to be very, like, we, we don't want to, we don't make people like tell their stories. Some of them are willing to, and it helps us when we tell them. So every now and then we'll record one and we'll share it with the church and we'll share it with people to keep it going because they're willing to do that. But a lot of, but for everyone that does that, there's like 10 more that don't, but we, but we get to see it. And a lot of us, we get to go and we get to deliver these presents and we get to see the love of God just tangibly take shape and take hold of these families who actually see, wow, the gospel, like this is good news. This isn't just something that's that's going to transform me for then and for eternity. But this actually, it could do that, but it also, right now, here in my life today, actually is going to make a difference. And that's why we do the things that we do. You know, um, we, we do believe very much in preaching the gospel. We believe that we need to speak the gospel. That's what Paul says. Um, but, but, we, but sometimes it doesn't, it can't always start with a proclamation. I know sometimes it does start that way, but it can't always start with a proclamation. Sometimes it has to first start with a demonstration. And with us just showing people tangibly uh, what God looks like and what Jesus I looks mean, like. When you, look through the, when you look through the Bible story, guys, when you look through this idea of Jesus, it was a proclamation, but they didn't understand that this is what they were even waiting for. They didn't get that this was what the hope that they were waiting for. They didn't understand how a child could do what they thought that, that was going to happen, what they were expecting. In fact, they killed Jesus. Yeah. Because he wasn't what they were expecting. You're a liar. That's not who we're expecting. Kill him. The yeah. Jews killed him. That's, that's where it happened. 
because they didn't realize. And, and really, it was this slow, it's this mystery, this slow revelation of this mystery of who God is and how God wants to be with us and how God is doing a thing. Really, the disciples didn't get it in the whole story until after Jesus resurrected. Yeah. It took his birth, his life, his death, and his resurrection. And then he, he went off to heaven, and then they were like, oh, I get it. I get it. And so that's part of what we have to see here at Courage Church. What we want to do is be part of that revelation of this mystery of who God is. And in your life where that hope has been completely cut off and you feel like I'm not somebody who, who can be part of something. We want to help you to see, no, you're valuable. God needs you. Your story is his story and he's writing his story with your life. He wants to use you to tell hope to tell the world that he's here and he loves you. And when we hand someone a gift at Christmas, sometimes that's Jesus saying, I love you. Yeah. I care about you. Yeah. I want your life and your family to be whole and healthy and happy. And I want you to have strength and restoration in your marriage and in your life and in yourself. Yeah. That's what he wants for you. And yeah. sometimes it's simple. And we are here to just show up and do what God asks us to do. And that's part of the revelation of who God is, of who you are yeah. in that story. Because you're all part of that story that God is still telling to the world. You're part of that. And it's a careful revelation. So don't underestimate these simple things. Yeah. Don't underestimate the presents that you wrap. Don't underestimate the backpack you buy and bring to the backpack giveaway. Just here's just one example. Uh, and we're just going to do one example and then we're going to kind of close this thing. But uh, this Christmas, we, every year, you know, we do like full-blown Christmas for some people and then we do the, now we're doing the, the store. But uh, even this year, on Friday, we delivered uh, full-blown Christmas. We delivered all these to one family. And again, we get to see things that it's just amazing to get to be a part of. But uh, this is kind of how this all happened, right? We had a backpack giveaway in July. Many of you came. Many of you were part of this backpack giveaway. And then the family who's a part of it, they weren't a part of our church, they weren't a part of our community, but they came to this backpack giveaway because they needed a backpack. Four kids all needed a backpack. And then after that, they left and they didn't come to church. They weren't part of anything here after that. They didn't think anything of it, right? But then something happened in their lives, and, and they shared the story. Once, sometime we'll share the video with you. But some, there came a moment in their lives when they realized, wow, we can't make it on our own. And then they showed up at Courage Church. And the very first thing we said was, well, how'd you find our church? And they said, well, you gave away the backpacks. So they saw a tangible act of the gospel. And, it, and, and then when they actually came to a point where they realized they needed the gospel, they came. And we just want to be there for people. Yeah. We want to, when you, when people in our community are like, I just need to talk to God. I just need to be in a place where I know somebody loves me, anybody. Or I just need to tell Jesus, thank you for protecting my family when this horrific thing happened to me. Where are they going to go? Where do they go? The, the one place, that's the thing that's happening, guys, is we're just showing up, we're being faithful, and they're saying... I don't know, remember Courage Church? They did the backpacks and they did this and they did those toys. Let's go there. And then we're here and we're ready to yeah. pray with them, to speak life over them, to talk some sense into the, the world yeah. that doesn't make sense, right? 
And, and, and you all know that a lot of what we do is through partnerships. And oh, even in this situation, like a, an organization came up to us and said, hey, we'd like to adopt a family. Do you have any left? And then right away, we'd heard this story. And we're like, we, we, yes, we know exactly who we want. Will you please do this? And that's kind of how things have been working. But something that God has been really speaking to me this week particularly, because in all honesty, in just a pastor moment, honesty, like the way that I, we see it is like we, we, we pray, we hope that fruit would be bore from what we do, right? So you hope that joy of the day, you see 900 people through it, and then you hope that the next day all 900 people come back and go to church. And of course that doesn't happen. And, at some, and there are moments where I'm like, oh man, I wish that would happen. But something that God just kind of subtly kept speaking to me this week was this. He says, you know what? They know you're here. They know that you're here. Andrew, you you can come back up because we're about to close in just a second. But they they know that you guys are in the community. They know where to turn if something were to come up and and, and they didn't have anywhere to go or they, you know, and of course we can't meet every need, but we do our very best. And to everybody who's new in this place, and maybe today's your first time being here, and maybe you just came here because you're here for a toy, what we want to communicate to you is first of all that Jesus loves you. That Jesus, that he would leave his throne, he would come on, he would be a baby, he would live a perfect life, he would die for you because of how much he loves you. And second of all, we just want you to know that we are here. We're here for you. We exist for you. We are not in this for ourselves. We are not about creating a little four-walled room where people can come together and sing these great songs. We love doing that. But if it's only about that, then we may as well shut the whole thing down because this, the church exists for the people who are not in this room yet. We exist to, we come here to kind of get prepared to go out there and live the love of Jesus Christ. And we want you to know if you, if you need anything, we cannot promise you will meet every need, but we will sure do everything that we possibly can for you and for your family. And that's why we exist. And that's, that's, that's the gospel, what Jesus, that's the closest way that we can tangibly live the gospel, that God would literally send his only son. John 3, 16 said that God loved you so much that he sent his only son to become a child, to, 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 to give us Christmas, to be born into a broken world so that he could live perfectly in it like no one else could, and eventually he could fix it with his own blood and with his life. And that is why we are here. We are here to share that good news with you in any possible way that we can. We're hoping this morning that as your children receive this gift, or as you sit here and you listen to to some hope that's really hard to find in this world sometimes, we're hoping that you see that that everything we're doing here, we just want you to know the love of Jesus. We we really hope that you feel that peace, that, that wholeness, and that love when you come in this place and when you interact with people that are, that are working toward wholeness. I work daily toward wholeness in my own self, in my family, in my marriage. And, and I hope that we can share some of that, not because of what I do, but because of what he does and what he did, that he came and he was, God is with us. He's right here. He's here for us to experience in the sunrise, in the sunset, in the beautiful cold falling snow whenever it comes. He's here to experience in this gift. And if you open your heart and you let him, he'll do that. And he'll bring you wholeness and he'll bring you strength to make it through today, to make it through this year, to make it through your life with a centered dignity. He wants that for you. And if you have a place in your life, we all do, that seems so hopeless. We want to pray with you today yeah. that there would be, a, Jesus would be that 
shoot that comes out of that, that growth of just, this is impossible, this is a miracle. There is life where there was no hope. There was no sign, no possibility of life or hope in that situation. God can bring that for you. And he wants that for you this Christmas season and your life, this new year. Yeah.